Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. There's truly nothing worse in this world than being dehydrated. I feel like if there's one thing you can do as an adult, it's to make sure you take all your minerals and you don't get too thirsty. Well, guess what? You're running around all day. You're busy. You don't realize you haven't had any water all day. You know what I love? Liquid IV. It is a category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you are missing in your daily routine. Listen, grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ABSOLUTELY at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code ABSOLUTELY at liquidiv.com. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Guys, we are doing the freaking most these days. We are fully in the studio now and we are basically thriving. I don't know if you know this, but (laughs) I shot a comedy special last year. We're almost done editing that. That's going to be out soon. I've written a TV show. I'm on tour. We built this office. I would just like to say to everybody, she believes she could and she fucking did it. She fucking did it. All right, Carl, I did it. Anywho, what's going on? What's going on? Listen, I am back from Philadelphia. I did a show in Philly. We hit Knoxville last weekend, then Philadelphia. Big shout out to Foothills Physical Therapy. I got dry needled, cupped, and basically, you know, tickled in the butthole for my crippling sciatica. So I want to give first and foremost a big shout out to Dr. Ryan from Foothills Physical Therapy. But then we bopped up to uh, Philly. And we have a lot to discuss about Philadelphia. As a whole, I know the city is reeling from a Super Bowl loss. And I just want the people of Philadelphia to understand, I too understand what that's like. If you've ever been a Falcons fan, if you remember, we went to the Super Bowl and uh, choked on a big dick. So I already was coming into Philadelphia, one of my favorite cities, on edge about the sports. My new tour, I've got some really insane bits right now about the sports. So I come in and I'm already, first of all, we're playing at this, the Academy of Music, which is a part of the Kimmel Center, which is just this most, one of the most historic, iconic theaters in America. Can't believe I'm here. Feel so honored. Feel so humble. So we get there and I'm like, this is such a beautiful space. And I already felt like a little, 
like I shouldn't be doing dick jokes in this space. You know, you have to understand as an artist, I'm coming in behind Hamilton half the time or, you know, I don't know, Phantom of the Opera. And then I'm rolling in giving BJ jokes. Not that those are not highbrow and artistic and I'm not creative as fuck, but there are days when I'm in these very gorgeous, ornate historical theaters that I'm just like, I don't know if I should be here. You know, I should be at the yuck yuck downstairs underneath a basement bar near the river. That's really more my speed. Anywho. So I'm at this theater. It's fucking insane. And I'm coming out and I address the sports. Now, I asked one of the guys, I was doing a little crowd work in the front and I asked one of these guys, I said, who's your sports team? This guy must have been out of his fucking mind. And I told him it was a safe space. I said, sir, this is a safe space. Who's your professional sports team? He said the Chicago Bears. I thought the the city of Philadelphia was going to assault this man. I, at that moment, I knew, I knew how sour the Philly fans were. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So I've just now told this man that it's a safe space for him to talk to me about sports teams. And these people are like, fucking kill him. Grab a cheesesteak and fucking kill him. And I'm like, this is not the vibe we're going for. I mean, I was a liar. I told this man, I said, sir, in front of all these thousands of people, tell us, who's your sports team? And he's like, the Bears. And then it was like, all hell broke loose. I was able to get the crowd back. I'm coming to my closing joke, all right? So I'm already on stage, hour 20. Coming to my closing joke. And it's another sports reference, you know, because that's going full circle. That's what you call in the business, a callback. I name one athlete who apparently played in the World Series against the Phillies that they also lost. So I say this guy's name, everybody starts booing again, right? They're like, fuck this guy, fuck him, fuck everybody else but Philly. And I'm like, holy shit. So I've been making jokes the entire Philly show, like I'm going to be murdered by a man or woman in Philadelphia tonight because I brought up one thing about sports. (laughs) So it dawns on me and I said, wait a minute. Did you guys also play in the World Series? And this girl in the front row is like, yeah, and we lost that too. We lost the World Series too. And that's when I realized, Philadelphia, this is on you. It is no longer on me or any of the other performers that come to Philadelphia. Y'all lost the Super Bowl and the World Series. And I started laughing so fucking hard. I couldn't catch my breath. And the entire audience is just like, it took them a second to realize that they were upset that the Phillies had also lost. And I just said, at some point, you got to go. It's not on me. It's actually 100% on you. You know what I mean? It's actually on you. So anywho, we had a good laugh in Philly. Was very surprised at the end of the Philly show, though. Chef Michael Solomonov from Philadelphia, one of the most iconic chefs in America, He was born in Israel, has an incredible Israeli restaurant called Zahav in Philly. I originally ate there. He came on stage when I'm doing my bow and brought me cookies that had like tahini in them. And we had all this fucking food backstage, a huge spread. So I cannot thank Chef Michael enough. Thank you, Chef. He's also very cute and very charming. And I was very sweaty. And we hugged backstage and I was like dripping. And I said, I'm sorry. I don't know how to control this you know, yes, chef. You know what I mean? Can you pat me down, chef? I didn't know what to say. But he also owns Laser Wolf in Brooklyn, which is like one of the hardest restaurants to get into. But I want you to know, chef, I will do whatever to get a reservation. But if you haven't checked out Sahav or Laser Wolf, go check them out. He's incredible. 
So this is, you know, this is what I like to do. I like to come in. I like to go to really gorgeous, beautiful, old school theaters. I like to do sports jokes, some dick jokes, and, you know, possibly get murdered by a Phillies fan and then get hand fed a cookie on stage afterwards. That's what's in my writer. You know, if I feel like with some of these shows, if I'm not really living on the edge and stirring the pot, I'm not doing enough. But I'll tell you what, Philly fans, dude, and also the women of Philly are very similar to the women of Detroit, okay? They showed up suited and booted, but like a little, like maybe half an ounce too much of hair mousse. You know what I mean? The women of Philadelphia are still fully moosing, and I respect that. I appreciate that. You know, a be the you today that you want to be tomorrow, hit that moose. They're still using Vidal Sassoon, maybe an Aussie moose. You know Aussie? Dude, I used to put Aussie moose in my hair eighth grade. And that's when I, I learned how to do like a blowout on myself way before any of these other hoes. And I would just moose it the fuck up. Or if I was at the beach, if I was leaving like Hilton Head, South Carolina, I would just crunch it. You know what I mean? I needed crunchy hair, voluminous bangs, not even 80s. This was like 2000. But I fucked with it. I fucked with it hard. And that's the vibe in Philly. Everybody's got like two layers, like ethnically ambiguous, also maybe borderline blackface spray tans, which I, I mean, we see it at the Ritz Carlton and our server came over and she was this Italian woman who had so much sunless tanner on. It filled my soul with so much joy. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this woman just came out of a, you know, training to be a coal miner, but she is dusty. She has the top layer of spray tan on, hot red lips, so much Aussie mousse in the bangs. It just, it tickled me. It it brought joy to a place in my body I didn't know I could feel joy. And that's this space called your grundle. It's in between your vagina and your asshole. And I just felt something. I felt a warmth. I felt a joy. And I love Philadelphia. So even though I was almost murdered by a Phillies fan, I had a great fucking time. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's about going in, as I always say, having an attitude of gratitude, but rolling into a new city with, you know, fresh eyes, even though I've been there before and I always stay at the Ritz-Carlton. Shout out to the Ritz-Carlton. But um, it's just great. You know what? And I love the enthusiasm. You know, I'm a proud Atlantan. But even at it's like Atlanta and Nashville, and I feel like Austin right now are these like cities where people just move in, cause a scene, spike the housing market, just spike it. You know what I mean? Come in, dodgeball the fuck out of our real estate market. Usually get a couple DUIs, get arrested, and then bounce. And I'm here to tell you that the people of Philly don't leave. And if you leave Philadelphia and you go back, you have somewhere tattooed on your body, Philly. It's like Boston. Boston and Philly people are most ride or die. New Yorkers, New Yorkers will leave in a heartbeat and go to Tulum. It is what it is. I said it. You know what I mean? My husband was the first person to bounce out of New York. And he's like, we're moving to the South. We're joining a country club. Like, I'll let him defend himself one day. But I want y'all to know that I think Philly and Boston is far more ride or die. Far more ride or die. But hold on, guys. I got to read you this text. And I'm sorry to keep talking about sports. I asked Jeff right before I went on stage, I said, hey, will you give me some sports info so I know what to say? You know, just give me, I was like, give me some openers. Give me some, give me some info on the sports. This is what Jeff said. Okay. And I'll let you take this up with it. The Eagles fans are full of shit. It was a penalty clear as day. They want to blame the refs because they're the worst fans in all of sports. They once threw snowballs at Santa during a mid-December Eagles game, but I loved it as a Giants fan. I also love the guy who committed the penalty is a guy that used to play for the Giants and signed as a free agent with the Eagles. So I don't know. I don't know. That's all I know is Jeff being a New Yorker 
was coming in so fucking hot with the, I said, Jeff, give me three stats about the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. So I can tie up this sports joke. And he's like, let them know that New York will always and forever be the greatest city in the world. However, I no longer live there because the taxes are insane. The trash is fucking garbage. And as far as I'm concerned, the mayor's an asshole. And the mayor before that, and the mayor before that, and the mayor after that, they're all fucking assholes. The subway's dangerous. The pizza's gotten overpriced. But as far as I'm concerned, New York sports are the best. And I was just like, Jeff, I don't think you have the same level of commitment for New York the way that Philadelphia has for Philly. They don't leave. They're sitting on cheesesteaks. They're just keeping them warm like a bird in a nest, keeping our little legs warm. That's what Philly does. Fly, Eagles, fly. I said it. Maybe getting divorced because I just said it. Also, like, I love the rivalry. You know what I mean? The rivalry. Just like, New York forever, Giants. And I, I was like, honey, I'm not here to talk shit because I don't care. I've said this before. He isn't the coach. No one has even called him for a recommendation on what to do. You know, but the Giants haven't been great in a while. So, said it. Said it. Jeff's going to listen to this episode and I will be divorced. <laughs> That's how that goes. You know how I start every day. It's with that AG1 baby athletic greens. Okay, if you want to stick to a good habit, you need to make AG1 a part of your life. I freaking love AG1. They've been a sponsor for almost a year now because I've been on it for a year and it's changed my life. My hair's growing back. I'm feeling good. I'm regular in the bathroom. Live, laugh, loving on this tour because I got my AG1. Doesn't get better than that. Listen, I take AG1 in the morning before I have anything else. I'm making my coffee. My coffee's brewing to the right. I've got my AG1. I take one scoop, put it in a little bit of water, stir it around, take it back. It's really friggin' delicious and refreshing. But what I love about it is just in one scoop, you're getting... 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I freaking love it. I notice such a difference when I take my athletic greens, when I travel with it. I, it's the first thing I pack in my carry-on. It's like, I got to have my AG1 with me. Listen, if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Green is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com com slash absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com slash absolutely to check it out. Again, I friggin' love, 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 love AG1 by Athletic Greens. AG1 by Athletic Greens is so delicious. Everybody who starts it is like, why didn't I start drinking this earlier? It's such a no-brainer. And I just feel like set yourself up for success, especially going in to this weird spring season where everyone's sick and nobody knows what's going on and everyone feels like crap. Set yourself up for success and trust AG1 by Athletic Greens. There is absolutely not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to hair care. You know it. I know it. What are your hair goals? You know, maybe they're completely unique. What I love about Pros is Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. They use ingredients that have proven results. Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoos to supplements. First, Pros starts by 
asking about your hair goals. All right. So maybe you have, you know, a little bit of a dry scalp. You're looking to balance your scalp. Maybe your hair feels a little brittle. Maybe it's a little greasy. You don't know. Well, if you know, go on to their website. You're going to take an in-depth consultation that also asks you about you as a person. So like, you know, are you working out all the time? Where do you live? What are your eating habits? Do you have a damage level? Are you exercising? So, you know, you're always getting sweaty. It's really in-depth and very cool. Next Pros will analyze all your answers and they will handpick the clean ingredients to help you reach your goals. We love Pros. We love Pros so freaking much. And as a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. We freaking love to hear it. Also, if you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take back your products, no questions asked. So Pros is the key to achieving all your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash absolutely. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash absolutely for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Anywho, but I wanted to give a big shout out to everybody who just showed me love. What a fun time. I was scared. I was enthralled. I was fed. And I, you know, if I wanted to have gotten sex, I could have. I didn't though. But I felt like there was a couple ladies with a lot of mousse in their hair, spray tans covering their hearts that would have given it up had I asked. So, and also my apologies to the Chicago Bears fan who almost was murdered at my show. As always, I told you so. So anyways, what else is going on? Oh, guys, we've got the grill gate. We've got grill saga. Let me tell you what happened with this fucking grill. This is why, (sighs) where do I begin? Okay, my absolutely not for the weekend. So Jeff built this cement and brick beautiful outdoor bar that we were going to install a grill in specifically the brandish Traeger. Okay. Jeff has a fucking boner for the Traegers. I guess they have wood chips or like a wood smoke. Fantastic. I'm here for it. So we had this guy build this bar for us last year before our wedding. We finally got around to ordering the grill. Now, in Jeff's fairness, he stood on, he stood, he didn't stand on the phone. He was on the phone with the Traeger people for like 30 minutes down to the exact specifications, the exact like centimeter of what we needed for the size of this grill to fit into this already cemented spot. We get out there and I just want to say for the record, I'm a beefy wife. Okay. And I say that with all the love and self-confidence in the world. I'm helping Jeff put together this grill and I am picking, this thing weighs 7,000 pounds. And at one point I'm helping him, no complaints. I'm excited to also start doing baby back ribs on the reg. And I look at him and I go, you should be so lucky to have a beefy wife. Do you know how fucking grateful you should be that I roll up my sleeves? I, I will move the couch from here to the fucking attic if you ask me to. I never complain. You need a grill master? I'm on you. Tap me in. Bop, bop. Let's go. So I'm helping him put together this 8,000-pound grill. We put the, the legs on it. It has little wheels so you can pull it out. And as soon as we're about to tuck it in, as soon as we're about to tuck this fucking grill into the spot of cement that we purposely laid out for it, it doesn't fucking fit. Because no one took into consideration that the grill, the the legs on it aren't standing directly up. They're at an angle because they have wheels on them. But that's what Jeff's excuse is. He's like, nobody told me that the legs on the grill 
went out to the side. We got at least five more inches because of these fucking wheels. So I'm like, Jeff, what if we take the wheels off the grill? It's stationary. Where are we fucking, where are we rolling this thing to? The edge of the pool? I mean, I like a poolside service, but I'm also not trying to get hot wood chips in the fountain in the middle of July. Like, let's just keep it stationary. This seems dangerous with the dogs. So Jeff's like, okay. So he starts to take off the wheels. We still need about another six inches. So I said, what are, what are we going to do? Let's return the grill. The grill weighs 7,000 pounds. Do you know how expensive it's going to be to get somebody to come re-pick up the grill? We got to take it apart. It took us three hours to then put it back in the box. Also, the dog's already destroyed the box. Okay, live, laugh, love. So Jeff dead ass looks me in my eyes and he just goes, I know what we're going to do. We're going to have our guy who built the bar come and just wet saw off like 40 bricks. And I'm like, that's not the answer, Jeff. Okay, so yeah, let's have the guy come out and just destroy the bar that I then spent the money on to build the bar. Can we not just order a smaller grill and we have two? Like, I don't know. You know, I wanted to take up bread making this year and we all realized that that was too scientific. You know what? I can probably figure out whether or not, not the meat's raw. You, his and her grill, you get one. Maybe you're poolside. Maybe you're in the shallow end just fucking doing kielbasa sausage and I've got my own lady's grill. I don't know what to tell you, but we're not having somebody come out and wet saw fucking brick because you didn't get the measurements right. And I, I wasn't going to beat him up about it. You know what I mean? He was equally as pissed. But now it has become a full fucking saga. It is. And my mom at this like poor Jeff already lives in a sea of estrogen. And I'm already like, why doesn't this fit, Jeff? And then my mom comes out, peers over the porch and just goes, hate to tell you, sweetheart, that's not going to fit. And I thought Jeff was just going <laughs> to put his face on the fucking fire and just light it. You know what I mean? Just fucking let it rip. Just let all the skin on the right side of his face with grill marks and all just, just peel off. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Things are good. Philly fans are legit. Our grill doesn't fit. Also, macaroni. I spoke too soon last week on the podcast. I'm like, oh, she's sleeping in. She's angel baby. She really is, though. She's a good dog. She did throw up in my my hand at 6 a.m. this morning. But here's the thing. This is how I know I'd be a great mother. And I am a great mother. I heard it. And you know what I did? I didn't take her off the bed. I didn't do anything. I put my hand under her mouth and I caught it like a little bird, like a little angel. And I caught the barf. And then I went, ran to the sink. I washed my hands. I wiped her up, took her outside. But that's how, that's how I know what a great mother I'm going to be. Okay. Maybe not a great wife, maybe not even, you know, a great sports fan, but you know what I am? I'm a great mother because I didn't even think twice. My natural maternal reflex was to just put a hand out and grab the barf. And that is where we're at raising our children. We're going to get into the hotline here in just a second. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. You guys, I posted the number for the hotline on Instagram five wrong ways the other day. Literally five ways, five different times. I had this thing where I'm dyslexic with numbers and I said the numbers out loud on a video and still type them out wrong. So that's a personal problem. But as always, you can get called into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Guys, want to remind you, I am coming to a city near you. Shows I have coming up. We've got DC. That's going to be this week. We've got three shows in DC at Tyson's Corner. We're hitting Burlington, Vermont, Portland, Maine. I'm coming out to Vancouver, 
Canada. We've got Portland, Oregon, Seattle. I'm pretty sure Seattle's almost sold out, but we're hitting everywhere. So get your tickets. I'm hitting all the cities. I even ran into a woman at the airport the other day and she said, are you coming to Pittsburgh? And I said, no, and I am. I didn't even remember. Pittsburgh, another place that I love. Another group of psychotic sports fans. The Yinzers, the Steelers. Gonna see it downtown. Can't wait to be in downtown Pittsburgh with all my Steelers fans. Downtown. That's all I know is they say downtown. Look, they got a fat tongue. Go Steelers, downtown. So I told this woman, I said, ma'am, good luck. Said, you'll have to come find me in another city near you. I have a show in Pittsburgh. Didn't even know. So I'm on the comeback tour. Come see me. If the shows are getting wilder and wilder and more out of control and we're doing the fucking most and it's incredible and I love what I do. God is good. Richly blessed. When I'm on the road and I come home, I want a fresh meal and I want to stay in. I'm so tired of eating out. That's all I do on the road. Well, you know what I love? I love HelloFresh. HelloFresh is awesome because no matter your lifestyle, your meal preferences, whatever you're into, HelloFresh has recipes sure to please everyone at your table. From fit and wholesome to veggie or family friendly, you'll always find something even the pickiest eater will enjoy. You can also custom select meals by swapping proteins or sides or even adding protein to a veggie dish. And now you can even upgrade for organic chicken and organic ground beef, which, hey, we love an upgrade. We love organic. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards mean you can get a delicious home-cooked dinner on the table without all the time-consuming meal planning or prepping. I don't know when the last time you tried to follow one of those meals on Instagram and you had to go to the grocery store and buy 65 different sauces that you're going to use a tablespoon of, and the next thing you know, that stuff just goes bad in your fridge. Well, no. With HelloFresh, they send you exactly what you need for that recipe, so you're learning how to cook, sharpening your skills, also making something healthy and fresh at your house, but you don't have to get a million trillion ingredients. We like that. We like efficiency. Hell yes. So again, go to hellofresh.com slash absolutely 65. That's hellofresh.com slash absolutely 65 and use code absolutely 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's an incredible deal. Again, go to hellofresh.com slash absolutely 65 and use code absolutely 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. It does not get better than that. What are you waiting for? Get your HelloFresh. You're going to be obsessed with it. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Absolutely 65 and use code Absolutely 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop Popcorn brings you a boom of bold, craveable flavor that you can enjoy at any time on any occasion. Crush your cravings with a variety of delicious ready-to-eat popcorn that's always gluten-free, whole grain, and non-GMO. Listen, I love Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. It's so freaking delicious. I also did their commercial way back in the day, and they're a company and brand that I stand by and have always stood by, and one of my absolute most delicious, craveable snacks, and a bold snack with a boom of flavor is... Boom Chicka Pop, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. You can try Angie's Boom Chicka Pop for yourself by visiting boomchickapop.com. I love their sweet and salty kettle corn, which strikes a perfect balance of sweet and salty. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop sweet and salty kettle corn has the right notes to crush your salty and sweet cravings all at the same time and on the go. When I need a snack, I want something that's super portable for when I am moving and grooving. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop is ready to eat any time of the day and anywhere. I take it in the office with me, in the car. It's so friggin' 
delicious. You can try Angie's Boom Chicka Pop for yourself by visiting boomchickapop.com. Again, that's boomchickapop.com. And uh, let me tell you what, if you want some of the most delicious popcorn you've ever had in your life, then you know where to go. Again, go to www.boom, B-O-O-M, chicka, C-H-I-C-K-A, poppop.com. Okay, we're going to get into the voicemails and let's see what you hoes have to say. Heather, what, what? My name is Whitney. I live in California and I have an absolutely not. I cannot stand it when you get in a Tesla in an Uber and the driver asks you, do you want to see it in insanity mode? No, Tom, I do not want to see you just thrust your right leg into the pedal just to see how fast your Tesla goes. We live in California. People drive Teslas. I don't need you to go into maniac mode while I'm just trying to get to the grocery store or I'm just trying to get to a restaurant. That's my absolutely not. No, we do not need to see your insanity mode just because you have your toy Tesla. Thank you. Love and light. Okay. This is why we're doomed as a society. Okay. Because of people like this, some grown man trying to flex. First of all, you're Ubering and I'm not shitting on Ubering. That's a side hustle. I think that's fantastic. But you specifically bought the Tesla so that you could pick up women and show them your insanity mode. How old are you? What do you, no, hold on. Okay. Insanity mode is, I just looked it up. Wait, first of all, under the Tesla website, there's Chill Standard Sport Insane, which says it increases peak torque by approximately 30%. Ludicrous increases peak torque by approximately 60%. Insane Plus increases peak torque by approximately 30% while also heating up the battery to its ideal operating temperature. And then there's Ludicrous Plus. First of all, are we going on tour? Ludicrous and insane. What is this, a, a rap group? What are you going to bring Birdman in here to join the club? You might as well have a Birdman acceleration mode. You know what I mean? Where you just take flight and you fly into a fucking tree. Ludicrous Plus increases peak torque by approximately 60%. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Do you see that video of that woman who fell asleep? She was just on the highway sleeping in her Tesla. I am all about technology. I'm also very bitter towards Tesla because I tried to get one, but I wanted to lease it because the way that my taxes work, it was going to be better for my business if I leased it. They would not let me lease it. They were like, no, that's not a thing. We don't lease cars. And I asked the lady, I said, you can't make an exception. And she looked me dead in my fucking eyes and said, I didn't make an exception for Ariana Grande. I can't make an exception for First of all, first of all, the fact that I'm even in the same sentence as Ariana Grande, day made. Third of all, you could make an exception for me. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a comedian. And the way my finances, you know, work some days is I have to go to Philly and almost get stabbed by a Philadelphia fan because I made a joke about the World Series that I did not know that they lost as well. You know, back to that, if you lose two major sporting events as a city and then you're mad at me 
we have to do some citywide therapy. You know what I mean? We got to discuss that because I feel like that's a projection. But this is insane. What grown man is like, get in my car. Let me show you insanity mode. I'm surprised that insanity mode wasn't him just taking out his penis and jerking off and then asking for five stars. You know what I mean? I'm actually quite surprised that it had anything to do with the car. I just figured he would have said, you know, you know, I, I do know that there's a, a feature on the Tesla where you can make like fart noises. I'm surprised it wasn't him just saying, do you want to see what insanity mode is? Then he puts on the feature that makes it fart and then he just jerks off in the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you really think about it and then he would just go five star and you would just be like, yeah, five star. I got to get the fuck out of here. It's exhausting. It's exhausting being a woman. No, I don't want to. Has anybody ever been in a Tesla and somebody's looked at them and gone, you want to go ludicrous plus? By all means, let me know. Let a bitch know. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now. Bad idea. If you get into any car with anybody, period, I don't care if it's a school bus driver, if it's your, you know, your cousin Ronnie, don't. Anybody who says, do you want to see this go insane mode? Duck and roll. If the car is rolling, you roll out, you bounce. You don't need to put yourself in that position because you're going to lose your limbs. You're going to lose your limbs. Speaking of lost limbs, actually, this woman had all her her limbs. I got to talk about this woman that was in the Ritz-Carlton Club. She wasn't from Philly. No, she was giving me New York energy, but she wasn't from Philly. And here's the thing. This woman... If I see somebody out and about, handy capable, you know what I mean? Obviously, I am, you know, in a wheelchair or a walker. Always, 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 always. I'm a good human being. I'm going to give them preferential treatment. Hey, let me hold the door for you. Let me help you out. And I know a lot of people, this woman was super independent. She had one of those walkers where if you turn it around, you could like sit on it. It was kind of like a walker in sport mode. Do you know what I'm saying? Had the bigger wheels. Maybe it was insane mode. This woman was probably in like her mid 50s, early 60s. We walk into the, the, the club level at a Ritz-Carlton. It's just like you get like private dining. We walk up there and I'm eating before I'm about to catch my flight. There's two other young ladies who are in the club with us who also were at my show. So we're chit-chatting and they were kind of looked at me like, look out for this woman with the walker. Okay. Now this woman could walk over, make herself a cappuccino, walk over, get an omelet, sit down. And then she would like turn the walker around and sit down. I'm not saying that she didn't have, you know, maybe a bum leg, a bum bum knee. I don't know the full extent of the capabilities. But all I know is I was already cutting her some slack the moment I saw her. I'm going to move to the side at the mimosa bar. At the mimosa bar. <laughs> what was that? I'm going to move aside at the mimosa bar. And I'm going to get a Bloody Mary, let her get her mimosa, and then, you know, do your thing. I'm going to, yes, ma'am. Hey, can I help you with that? Can I grab that for you? I should have known this bitch was up to no fucking good. When I walk up to the omelet station and the words out of her mouth that she's yelling at the chef, she goes, you did this wrong. I asked for patty of sausage, schmear of cream cheese, and then two over easy eggs with hollandaise sauce on top. You didn't do it right. You did the egg, then the sausage with the dollop of the cream cheese, first of all. First of all, ma'am, I hate to make a quick, game time judgment, but I have a feeling that the reason why maybe the leg joints gave out is because you're asking for a sausage patty with the schmear of cream cheese, an over easy egg, and a dollop of hollandaise on top. That's too much. If I'm going to do a lumberjack breakfast, I'd rather you have a pound of bacon than, than what you just said. So she's screaming at the omelet guy. 
which already makes me uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It already makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I just felt like the way she was talking to the staff was rude. It was unacceptable. So I'm now docking about two points off for my leeway and my generosity, even though she's got a set of wheels on her. You know what I mean? Now, she's not fully wheelchairing. It's not like she's has ripped arms because she has no mobility in her legs. She can walk, but she just has a sport mode walker. Again, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to ask questions. But the moment she starts screaming at the guy who's making her her free fucking omelet, I, I was out. Who, who in their right mind does sausage patty, schmear a cream cheese, then over easy eggs, and a double douse of a dairy-based sauce on top? It's too much. It's too much. Your insides are going to come out. That's too much sauce, cheese, and patties. So then I'm already like, wow, this woman's a cunt. Then I walk away. I'm over on the other side of the room at my table. She comes over. I just so happen to be sitting by the cappuccino machine. She comes over, starts screaming at the woman who's running the mimosa bar right next to me. And is like, what's the lowest milk you got? What's the lowest milk? And obviously I know that she's saying like fat, fat percentage, which I love that she's now looking for a skim after she did a schmear of cream cheese and a hollandaise sauce. Okay. And she's like, and then the woman says from the restaurant, and hey, we only have, I think it was 2%. That's not going to do. I need full skim on ice. I need full skim on ice right now. And now, mind you, this woman has just now stolen all of the ice from the ice bucket that was used for the Bloody Mary bar. So I'm already out. I can't get my Bloody Mary. I survived a wild night, had one of the best shows of my life in one under one of the most stressful moments of my life that I thought I was going to get murdered by an Eagles Philly fan at one point during the show. So I'm already a little tweak, tweak, on edge, feeling alive. I can't even get a Bloody Mary because this woman's now stolen the ice to take it over to the cappuccino machine. You don't do that. Everybody knows. If you've ever like been at a, a continental breakfast or I'm sorry, an elevated Ritz-Carlton club level, you're getting a hot meal. So I don't want to hear you bitch about it. I need to see the attitude of gratitude ASAP. You've ever been at one of those? Like if you're in the Sky Club and you get the fancy cappuccino machine, you put the coffee in a hot cup and then you walk over and get a fresh cup of ice. You don't walk over to the cappuccino machine with your glass of ice. You don't put the coffee over the ice. You make the drink separate, then pour it over ice. Everybody knows the rules. We all know that. As a society, we understand how this works. So this woman is now screaming at the lovely sales associate who's running the mimosa bar about, you better get me skim milk. And at this point, I'm about to start, to, I'm about to take out this other woman's leg. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're done. The sport mode's gone to your head. You've got flashy wheels on this. It almost had like, I would say, a bedazzled cheetah print leg on one of the sport mode wheelchairs. We're done. You don't have an attitude of gratitude. You're now docked about 10 fucking points on the, how much leeway am I going to give you just because you're, you know, you, you need an extra second because you got wheels on you. I was done. You're an asshole. So then she goes back over to her table and the guy, one of the, the manager comes over and is like, hey, do you mind if we, we push you to the side just so we have full access to the, the omelet bar? And her daughter at the table goes, my mom only sits at the head of the table. And that's when I, Raymond, Raymond, a man, a, a half Mexican, half Chinese gay man. <laughs> so 
highly oppressed. Raymond literally threw down his fork and he was like, I am about to tell this woman to shut the fuck up and everyone in here hates her and she needs to go back to wherever she's from, which is probably New York, which we love New York. We love New York. My husband's a New Yorker. But then in my mind, I wanted to just, I wanted to like step into being a Phillies fan and just being like, the Giants suck. They don't suck. I'm a big Giants fan. I don't care. But do you understand how scared I am? I am so scared that my husband's going to listen to this and just be like, this is it. We're over. You didn't have my back on the podcast. But I just want to start screaming things. This woman could have been from Staten Island. She could have had a rough ride in sport mode over the Tappan Zee Bridge to get to Philly. I don't fucking know. But at that point, once Ray and I, and I, you know me, I let things go. I am, you know what, give them a, you know Everybody be nice. I know she's in a bad mood. Well, maybe she has an attitude because she's in sport mode and her life's hard and she's not fully, have you know, she doesn't have a fully accessible use of her legs the way the rest of us do. Like, I'm trying to have a, be very, very kind and considerate. But once this, the, the daughter at the table, after she has just witnessed her mother berate the guy at the omelet station, says, my mother sits at the head of the table no matter what. I was like, this is fucking The Sopranos. I'm about to have to roll up in my maroon Suburban, if you know, you know, and I'm about to start bop, bop, cracking skulls. You know what I mean? I was ready to fight. And then the two girls sitting behind me who were Eagles fans who went to the show from Philadelphia were having a nice little staycation at the Ritz. I looked at them. I nodded my baseball hat and I said, you guys ready to fight? And they were like, let's fucking go. And at that moment, I didn't realize that I'd be taking up arms. I didn't realize that I'd be taking up for the city of Philly, but I was ready to fight. I don't even know if this woman was a New York sports fan, but the attitude that she was giving the good people at the Ritz-Carlton in Philadelphia was not acceptable. <laughs> I mean, when she screamed, I need skim milk right now. I, I I didn't know what to say. I almost choked on a breakfast potato that had a nice little touch of turmeric on it. I just want to say big shout out to the chef at the Ritz. Turmeric breakfast potatoes. Didn't see that coming. Not mad at it. But anyways, going back to your ludicrous mode, anybody, this woman must have gotten up that day and said, I'm going to put this fucking walker in sport mode and I'm going to, no, in <clears throat> ludicrous plus mode. Was it necessary? No. Did she have a bad attitude? Yes. Is she an asshole? 100%. Am I worried about her health condition? Slightly. But at no point, I don't care if you're standing next to somebody with a cane, a boot on, a knee brace, or you're in a Tesla. If anybody ever says, do you want to see this go insane mode or ludicrous mode? You just go ahead and you say, enough is enough. You call the police and we lock their asses up. Because this is how it starts. First, it's insane mode. Next, it's Birdman mode. And that Tesla is going to be wrapped around the tree and nobody had their seatbelts on. And I told you, wear your seatbelt. Look both ways. You get in a car. First of all, maybe just don't get in the Uber Teslas. And I know you probably just got like a Lux ride share, but that's how it starts. That's how it fucking starts. That's how it always fucking starts. Okay. All right. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. I will choose to remain anonymous on this call. I have an absolutely not on myself. I am pregnant with my second child and I have been begging my husband to go on a baby moon considering we didn't go on a honeymoon and we didn't take a baby moon with our first son. So of course we want to go international and he finds out that he loses his passport. 
So we push the trip back by about six weeks so he can expedite the passport. Of course, I give him a ton of shit for it. And then today, I'm looking through my office, and I find the passport that I brought from home to my office. And absolutely not on myself for taking that passport, immediately putting it in the shredder and dying with that lie. So I just had to confess my sins to you and can't wait to see you at your concert. Okay. Okay. I'm obsessed with this. First and foremost, I know the guilt that you put on your husband because he couldn't find his passport. And then you realize you were a sneaky, shady bitch. And you realize you you were the one who misplaced the passport. Listen, I love this. I love this because I'm team whoever you are 100%. I'm team Gloria. I'm never going to... You, you take that. That's like... If you cheated on your husband, I would confess that before I would ever confess that you found the missing passport and he had to expedite a passport and probably spend $600. You take that to the grave and you shred it. Smart girl, smart girl. There are some things in a marriage you just never let them know. You know, and I I don't, even though on stage the new... The, <laughs> The new tour is pretty harsh on Jeff. We have a very supportive, loving relationship. And I'll tell you what, though. And and I know Jeff would do the fucking same. He was so upset when I was outside with him while we were putting together the grill. Like, I could see about 30 seconds as we started to wheel the grill towards the spot it was supposed to strategically sit in. I knew that he knew that it was fucked up and it wasn't going to fit. And I could feel the disappointment. I could feel his manhood shrink. I could feel his penis recoil and go back inside of his body. And I knew he was just going to be like, you were fucking right. Like I knew had I not been there, if I would have not been there in that moment, he would have taken a sledgehammer to the grill, duct taped the box back together and be like, they sent us a faulty grill. This thing didn't even have nuts and bolts. Look at this thing. I think we got to sue the guy who shipped it because this thing is just jingle jangling all the way from God knows where they mailed it. But I tell you what, FedEx isn't doing the job that they used to do. And then he would end up walking down to a FedEx yelling at an innocent employee in front of me like, no, babe, you got to come with me. We got to file a complaint and would yell at an innocent employee just so he would not have to wear the scarlet letter on his chest that he did not get the measurements for this fucking expensive ass grill right. And ma'am, this is exactly what you did. And I commend you because it's sneaky, it's shady, but it's also preserving your marriage because there's sometimes, there are sometimes you just have to tuck your tail and, and there's sometimes you tuck your tail and you're honest. You're like, listen, you're never going to believe this. I found the passport, but I know that you yelled at him. I know you laid into him. We had to reschedule this baby moon. It's our second kid. Do you know how goddamn bad I need to go to Cancun? If anybody in this world has ever needed to go to Cancun, it is me. I got to go to Cancun. Like I already know you're driving in your Mazda screaming. We got to get to Cancun. I already know. And he's like, I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry. I don't know where it went. I swear. I swear. I could have sworn it was under the humidifier in the closet that has my cigars that I smoke when I play golf. No, you laid into him and you did what you had to do. You G'd up. You fucking soldiered on and you took that thing to a shredder and shredded it because that's what being a boss bitch is all about. That's what being a bad bitch is about. 
if I would have not been standing there breathing down Jeff's neck, the only reason I helped him with the grill is because I too am a boss bitch and he needed that good, good muscle. But had I not been there, he would have come up with the most elaborate fucking story. He would have set the thing on fire. He would have rolled it into the pool. He could have come up with like, babe, you're never going to believe this. A tornado just whipped through our neighborhood, strategically just the backyard. And it's crazy because it was kind of more like a cyclone. It just picked up the grill, threw it in the pool. I don't know how it happened, but either way, we're going to have to get a new one. Like that's how bad of a liar Jeff is. You know, but also like a great liar. But I know he would have gone full throttle. He would have made up the craziest shit just so he didn't at any point have to look me dead ass in the eyes and say, after all the research I did, I still didn't take into consideration the base of it or the fact that it might have wheels because a lady did in fact say on the on the phone with me for about 45 minutes, it would be mobile and that wheels don't always go back and forth. They sometimes come out to a, a horizontal angle because that's how you wheel it around. That's actually how wheels work. So I did not further do any investigation into how wheels work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he would have come up with, so you're never going to believe this. I'm back here in the backyard putting together this grill. Somebody, there was a, do you know we have a prison about two hours away from us? I'm like, I didn't know we had a prison two hours away from us, Jeff. Oh, yeah. We actually got a prison about two hours away from us. They, they didn't even write this on the news because, you know, fake news. They didn't even write this on the news. Somebody broke out of a prison, dressed up like a woman, came in our backyard. And I'm like, ma'am, can I help you? And I, for a second, for a split second, I thought, I don't trust this gal. You know what I mean? I don't trust her. Maybe she was a neighbor, but I didn't trust her because she had a big five o'clock shadow. And she goes, I'm not a man. I'm a prison inmate and I just broke out. Give me that grill. And she took the grill straight off the wheels. Jeff, did that really happen? Can I see the ring camera footage from all the security cameras in our backyard? You're never going to believe this. On the way out, she took a laser pointer and directly pointed it straight to the ring camera. They're all broke. I got to get somebody to come out and fix them. I'm not even kidding you. Broke. That's how elaborate Jeff would go. He would go seven fucking layers deep that he would make up a fake news story, a prison inmate escaping. Also, I guess a transgender prison inmate. I'm confused. You know, robbing him for the grill. And my follow-up question would be like, well, Jeff, why did the inmate recently escaped fresh out the pen inmate want this specific Traeger grill? Because he said he's going to be living in the woods and you you know the grills, it, it runs on wood chips. So technically, he doesn't even need propane so he can keep a low profile down by the river for a couple of weeks. <laughs> like, that's what my husband would come up with because he's an insane person. So, ma'am, I hear you. You said, I'm not fucking, I'm not confessing. There are some things. I think finding passports, finding car keys, if you've ever lost your car keys, you know how expensive it is to get another car key. It's like $800 to get another key, at least for Audi. And I've lost them before. And I've, I've actually never found the keys. But if I found the original key, like it was stuffed in a purse somewhere, I would do the same thing. I would take the keys, throw them in the river. You know what I mean? Give them to a squirrel, say run. I just would never, ever, ever confess to the fact that you found the keys, you found the passport. No, 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 no. There are some things in a marriage you just double down 
You stick with the lie. You don't let them know. On your deathbed, you never confess that you found the passport because your marriage can't handle that. You know what I mean? If I had not been there, Jeff would have come up with the hands down most elaborate CSI investigation SVU, he would have like called cops, paid them cash to come over, put up a crime scene, you know, put out little cones like there was evidence like that's how insane Jeff could get. And that's what he would do just to admit. So he would not have to admit that he ordered the wrong grill. And I'm just saying, and I respect him for that. I'm not saying that I think that's a character flaw. I would have done the same thing. There's some things in life you just don't admit defeat. And that's one of them. Hey, Heather, it's Jeff. Um, I just listened to your last episode and I'm so infuriated with the lovely lady that called in with Crohn's disease. What a fucking loser that guy is. I'm a type one diabetic and my boyfriend, you know, is an idiot and complains that he gets worried about my blood sugars and stuff. But I just can't imagine what it was like to look at that man and think like, I just, I, honest to God, that's such an absolute, and I can't even wrap my head around. I had to say something. Also, I have some ideas about how we can get him back. I think she should wait until she knows he went to the doctor or tell him that maybe her Crohn's was contagious and he needs to go to the doctor. And we can falsify some documents and make him think that he also has Crohn's and caught it from her. Men are idiots. I think we can do it. Um... So yeah, that just really fired me up. I might have taken an Adderall this morning for my move. I'm moving out of New York City, so I'm fucking wired, but that really took me out. So to that girl, you're the best. Keep rocking the Crohn's. I'll keep rocking the type 1 diabetes, and fuck these men. Love and light. Okay, first of all, there's so much to unpack there. One, we had another New Yorker moving out. I told you, they leave. They don't stay. They leave. They go to Florida or Jersey. Two, two. We have a diabetic, a type one diabetic warrior sister. And here's the thing. Like this woman, she's fired up. She's moving herself. I bet this woman doesn't show up to a Ritz Carlton club for the free hot, hot meal and start screaming at everybody. I got diabetes type one. You better not bring me fruit juice. Or actually, you better bring me fruit juice. You know what I mean? Sensible woman right here. Already knows that she has something against her, you know, something she's got to work around. You know what I hear? Handy capable, handy capable. So if you weren't listening to the episode last week, a woman called in and she said her boyfriend of four years broke up with her once he found out she had an incurable disease, which is Crohn's disease. Crohn's disease is an inflammation of the bowels. It's usually really painful. Usually it can be connected to a gluten sensitivity, not a gluten sensitivity, like completely you can't eat gluten. It's usually what happens with Crohn's. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, one, I love the enthusiasm. I love that we have our crone sisters back. You know what I mean? I also love what you said here. This is an absolute yes. You said, in order to get him back, call the boyfriend and say, hey, ring, ring, we have a situation. You two have been exposed to Crohn's. You know he has not even done the least bit of research. You know he is going to be walking around the park circling the pond for six hours, just head in his hand, being like, I don't understand how I got here. 
I have Crohn's. And it's like he's never even had a slight cramp to the lower intestine in his life. Dude ate sourdough for breakfast and he's over here just like, I knew it. I knew one day fucking a woman with Crohn's would also give me Crohn's. That's how simple men are. Dude, when COVID was really alive and well, Jeff thought at every moment, he was like, I've got it from everyone. I'm like, you didn't. Meanwhile, I'm a COVID survivor five times. You know what I mean? Still rocking hard, fully boosted. And it takes me down every three and a half weeks. This is just the kind of shit, though. This is the kind of shit that we deal with. This guy broke up with her. And I said, let's think of a way to get him back. I said, petty theft. You know what I mean? Call the cops. Say he stole a bike. I like this even better. Let's false, allegedly, falsify documents that say, <laughs> like, send it in a letter. Maybe, like, have someone fake serve him. Like, he's getting sued. But we serve him. You now have Crohn's because you've been exposed to it. How funny would that be at work? At work. You know what I mean? And he'll be confused. Am I getting sued? No, we're actually have somebody show up in a hazmat suit. Pay one of your friends 50 bucks, show up in a hazmat suit to his cubicle at work, hand him falsified documents. Again, this is alleged. This is allegedly. I have. I didn't say this. Somebody else did. Allegedly have falsified documents. You show up to work and you go, you're being served from the CDC. You too, sir, have been exposed to Crohn's. And, you know, he'll it'll take him six hours before he does any basic research. He's going to call three of his boys and be like, I knew it. I knew this would happen to me. It's their crime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just outside of like a Jimmy John's sandwich shop. Just like, I got the crowns. Just crying in his car, driving past places he'll never be able to eat again. I got it. Jimmy John's, I love you. Goodbye, my love. That's how it is. And I like this. I like that in the, you know, the second voicemail, we were doubling down on the lie. And then this third voicemail, we are also doubling down on the lie. I'm not going to say the Absolutely Not podcast promotes lying, but I also like a little trickery and a little foolery. And if you don't think I was prank phone calling people from the ages of, I'd say, eight and a half to 36, you're out of your mind. You don't know your girl well. Dude, yeah, call him. If you don't want to go so far as bringing his work into it, I think you just call him and you say, hey, listen, you know, he's not going to answer because he broke up with you and he's an asshole and he's a pussy. But you just say, hey, you know what? I know you moved out. I know we're done. Listen, I just want to give you a heads up. P to P, peer to peer, pussy to pussy. Hey, my doctor's saying that you two now have been exposed to Crohn's. So I just, I'm so sorry. You know, I hate that we ended this way, but if you need any information on Crohn's or, you know, what kind of special diet I'm having to adjust to or any of the medicine to help with the stomach cramping, just let me know. I'm, I'm here to be a, you know, an advocate and a warrior for you. And then you prank, you hang up the phone. You're just like, you take a bite of your gluten-free pizza, chug potato vodka. And you're just like, we fucking got him. We did it, girls. And you know, it'll be six and a half hours. He will just drive around town in his car, roll down his window and yell at the places he thinks he can no longer eat at. He will call only two of his buddies. He won't call a family member because men are so dramatic. He'll wait till the six and a half hour mark. Then he'll do a light Google. Is Crohn's contagious? He'll realize no. And then it'll be a photo of you in the Google. That's just your fingers up going, gotcha. <laughs> we gotcha. Kenneth. We got you, Kenneth. So what I need you to do is before you pull this prank on him, you need to go ahead, go on Google, 
take out an ad that says, gotcha, Kenneth, so that when he Googles the exact words, is Crohn's contagious, that pops up. And then that, my friends, is the prank of the century. Listen, don't say I don't have a good time on my no days off. Wow, I love that we solved a lot of things. You know what I mean? Remember, don't get in the car with people who drive Teslas and want to put it in insanity mode. That's fucking insane. You know, if anybody breaks up with you because you have an incurable disease, just tell them it's contagious. And second of all, don't be an asshole in the Ritz-Carlton Club because I don't care if you are in sport mode. I don't care if you have one leg, no legs, two tooths, one tooth. Don't be an asshole. And last but not least, if you for any reason, have to expedite your passport and you find the old one, you shred that bitch and you tell no one, okay? Bury it deep, deep down in your pussy because you know what? Sometimes lying saves a marriage. Anywho, I cannot wait to be back on the road this weekend. You can find me, Heather on tour.com. I'm going to be coming to a city near you. Get your tickets, DC. I will see you this week. And then we're hitting all the places across the country and out of the country in Canada the next couple months. I cannot wait to see you. And remember, we're going to be adding new show tour dates very soon. We'll be announcing that soon. I can't wait to see you on the road. So get your tickets at heatherontour.com and I will see you next week on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.